This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. EAN, Danville's talk station. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning. Um, I have two very special guests. We always enjoy talking to folks from the VA Ileana Healthcare System that is such a huge part of our community, our largest employer, and uh, a beautiful campus, by the way. If you haven't driven out there in a while, you ought to do it. And if you haven't visited the National Cemetery, I truly, I truly recommend that drive for you because it is, it is stunningly beautiful out there and peaceful. So with us this morning is actually uh, Acting Director Dr. Stacy Williams. And uh, Dr. Stephanie Erickson, Stephanie has been on here uh, more than once and uh, certainly is, is focused on mental health. And that's one of the main reasons she's with us this morning, other than we enjoy talking to her, um, because we want to talk about suicide and suicide prevention, because that's one of the issues that is being focused on this month with awareness. So good morning, ladies, and thank you so much for being here. Well, good morning. And thank you for having us. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime. Always a pleasure. Dr. Williams, let's start with with the VA as a whole. Um, How are things and how are y'all handling the the COVID situation? Everybody's been affected. Nobody knows what normal is at all. So how are y'all handling it? What's going on? You know, when we uh, first started preparations um, within VA over a year ago um, to, 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 you know, form a response as far as COVID and, you know, really work to prevent um, complications and issues for veterans. I don't think anyone anticipated we'd still be in this scenario now. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I know it's, you know, it's something that, um, you know, is, is a challenge everywhere. Every healthcare system is impacted. Every person is impacted. We all know someone who's, you know, either been diagnosed with COVID or had some serious complications. And as healthcare systems, we've all had to really navigate through um, making sure that, you know, that we keep our veterans safe, um, ensuring that we're helping out when needed. Um, you know, we, we talked um, with local uh, newspapers and the like a little over a month ago um, about our uh, work in the fourth mission here at the Ileana campus. Um, and that was offering um, bed space to non-veterans um, in case the community needed our help. And that's one thing that the VA um, does very well. In addition to our mission to provide health care for veterans, it is really truly emergency preparedness um, and assisting out when needed. So, you know, we are very um, proud to be a part of that mission. At this time, we have not um, had any, uh, you know, any patients. Um, you know, so we haven't had that, um, had, haven't had to serve any non-veterans at this time for that mission. But we're always at the ready, um, you know, if, if we're needed from that perspective. You know, you bring up an interesting point in talking about working with the community on the bed space, which is Mm-hmm. So wonderful that we have that um, that resource. Um, one of the things I find fascinating, as old as I am, oh Lord, um, having grown up in this community, I remember the days when the VA sat as a very isolated area. It was kind of creepy, and people wandered around, and we, you know, everybody made fun of people. I mean, it was a 
whole different world. And it is so cool now to see how the VA is part of the community. You work with community organizations, with the people in the community, and you have just done amazing things to make that campus look great. So um, it's an indication of how the VA has changed over. It had a bad reputation for so long. You all have worked so hard to turn that around and help people understand how much you value your veterans, our veterans. Yeah, we really do. And VA Ileana, so I, I have been here since the middle of August, and I have to say VA Ileana, the staff here is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I agree. I have some fantastic staff. We have fantastic veterans who entrust us with their health care. We do have beautiful grounds. We are actually, I believe, the eighth oldest VA. I did not know um, that. And so what's really neat is when you look around our campus, you can see the evolution of healthcare. And um, being in healthcare myself for quite some time, um, I personally, um, you know, have seen healthcare evolve from bringing people into the hospital, into institutions to provide healthcare, to really the focus more on outpatient care. And that is one thing that um, we are really proud of. Not only do we have a campus here in um, Danville, but we have five community-based outpatient clinics to really help us serve our veterans um, across central Illinois. So we've positioned ourselves in Bloomington, Peoria, Mattoon, Springfield, and Decatur to bring services to our veterans where they need them. In addition, we're really at the forefront of telehealth. You know, when, when COVID, you know, kind of hit last year, we rapidly pivoted care from in-person face-to-face care to telehealth provision. And I know Dr. Erickson's team did a great job with that um, from that perspective as well. And that allowed us to really meet the veterans where they needed us to meet them. It's very convenient for a veteran to be able to do an appointment from their own living room. You know, kind of like we're chatting, you know, here today, all in the comfort of our separate offices, you know, we have the opportunity to do that to provide care to our veterans as well. And so in my opinion, that's one of the things that was kind of a bright spot um, out of this pandemic is that ability to pivot. And we did celebrate our 123rd birthday as VA (laughs) Ileana last week. So we're looking pretty good. Uh, You're looking a heck of a lot better than I am. Uh, (laughs) So congratulations. No, really, um, as I've, and I've I've told this story numerous times, back when I was a a reporter doing a, I had to go out to the VA to do a story. And it was my first real exposure to being in there. Uh, It was a big celebration event. I knew nothing about where I was at. I was wandering around. It's a huge place. But I have to tell you, Ed, there were there were more than one opportunities where I would just would stand and wait for somebody to you know direct me where I needed to be or what we were doing. And so I had a chance to see staff interact with the veterans themselves. I was it just knocked my socks off because you hear all this stuff and and you think everything is true, and then you get out there and you find out um, what that how your staff interacts with the veterans themselves and how important those people are and how much respect there is. I was just totally impressed. And that was my first exposure. And that's been, shoot, 20, 25 years ago. 
So, and that's just improved over a period of time. It's, it's really a, a sign of what the VA is supposed to be. And, and I really, I applaud everybody for the effort that goes into that. And this has been a, this has been a long battle for y'all to, to get, get to change what is a huge government institution. So we congratulate you on that and look forward to what's coming in the future. And I know you have lots of new programs on the, on the horizon and uh, exciting things happening. Yes. You know, one of the things that I'm really um, excited about here, um, we offer, uh, I mean, we have our community living centers. Um, mm -hmm. And so those are for our um, veterans who no need skilled nursing care. And VA Ileana really adopted the model of, of kind of that home-like environment. And so we actually have... Um, uh, have basically what we call small homes um, or green homes. They're uh, individual facilities with 10 beds each, private rooms, private bathrooms, um, and we are continuing to open new homes in that area so that our veterans do have that more home-like, family-like atmosphere because to our staff, our veterans, you know, who live in that uh, arena, really, they, they treat them like family, and it's pretty awesome to see. Well, and it's a wonderful concept instead of that ward system. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's so much more personal and uh, respectful. It's really, they're, they're, they are beautiful. I had the chance to, to uh, be there when, the, when they first opened. And it, it's just a wonderful program. The only bad thing about it was it took the golf course that my husband and I used to play on all the time. But other than that, you know, <laughs> it's, we're, we're okay with it. <laughs> You know, and VA Ileana, one of, you know, not not every VA campus had a golf course. I know. Um, it was special. Very special. And, you know, it's neat when you look at the grounds now, you can still see mm -hmm. some remnants of that yeah. course. And, you know, we here um, have a, a real interest in whole health, which um, really turns the conversation from, you know, what's wrong with you when you go into the doctor and they say, well, why are you here? What's wrong? It, whole health turns that conversation to what matters to you. Absolutely. So, you know, when we look at that, what we've done with some of that golf course areas, we've actually put disc golf in. And we have Good. some beautiful walking trails. You mentioned the beauty yeah. of our campus earlier, and I 100% agree. No, we've it really is. That, and, and the course itself, that's why it was, it was a small course. And, and it was all hills and great mm -hmm. exercise. So the best exercise I've ever had in my life. So I totally enjoyed it. We've got a break for, for commercial. We're going to come back talk more with Dr. Williams and get a chance to talk to Dr. Erickson. So come back and join us. The Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning with Dr. Stacy Williams, who is acting director of the VA Ileana Healthcare System here in Danville, our largest employer, uh, just an amazing place that um, is such a integral part of our community. Also here is Dr. Stephanie Erickson, and um, I'm not sure I know, I didn't introduce you with your proper title, I don't think, because I forgot to ask you. <laughs> so what is it? Um, I'm Chief of Mental Health. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I might have been able to figure that out if I'd stopped for half a minute and, and thought about it. 
Um, and, and Dr. Erickson's here. She's been with us many times talking about mental health. And uh, this month is uh, uh, full of causes and awareness campaigns. But something that really we need to talk about just about every month is uh, suicide and suicide prevention. And Dr. Erickson, from your perspective at the VA, um, where are we at with that? Uh, that's been, you know, we started the mental health initiative now six, seven years ago because we were seeing so many of our young people uh, attempting and completing suicide. We've made some real good progress, done some really good things, and I'm excited about that. This is an, an issue that affects our entire population now. It's so strange. We used to never even think about this that much. But this is a major mental health crisis. It, it is. And I think, you know, COVID has sort of highlighted that for maybe the rest of the community. It's always, always been a VA focus. Um, that's one of my favorite things about, I think, working for the VA and with mental health is we really are groundbreaking kind of cutting edge approaches um, to reducing suicide prevention. Um, the, the novel ways that we have um, for approaching this, this very serious and pervasive problem is um, it, it just, it really gives me a lot of joy to be able to be a part of that. Um, and, and, you know, we're doing, we're doing pretty well. I think, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing some reductions in the rate of suicide. Um, however, uh, it's still a prevalent problem. And what we're finding out is that a lot of the veterans who are dying by suicide are not getting their services at VA. In fact, they're in the community a lot of times. So we're really trying to expand our reach in order to um, be able to help those veterans and service members and their families. Do we understand why the younger veterans are not necessarily reaching out when they come back from service? Because that's been a thing that's been going on for a while now. We've had multiple conversations with many people about that. They come home and what is it? Why is it they're not, do they think it's for the old guys or, or what do you think is happening there that they're not reaching out for those services that are, and, and that belief that when you're young, you're gonna live forever, um, that they're not reaching out for those services which are gonna be so critical for them as they go through life. Yeah, well, I think, I think one thing, you know, a lot of those folks are still a stigma to receiving mental health care, um, especially in, in the military, you know, I think it's getting better. I used to work for DOD many, many moons ago, and I, I do think it's better. But I do, I still think, you know, there's a bit of a stigma about going and seeking um, mental health services, um, about what it means about you as a person. So, you know, I think we've done a, a lot to try to um, address that and, and let people know that, you know, this is okay stuff to talk about that. You know, you're not alone, that other people are struggling as well. I think when you know that it's not just you uh, and that you're not crazy, um, that goes a long way. So well, we do a lot of outreach um, and, and I think to, to pull people in um, and that seems to have been effective. But, you know, there's still folks that, that we haven't reached either because, because they don't want help, uh, because they don't know about help, because, you know, there, there's lots of different reasons why, um, you know, folks don't come in. but. At the end of the day, if we can do some outreach and make them at least aware, I think that that's uh, a great service. Um, and so our suicide prevention team has been doing a lot of that um, outreach, even through COVID, which is really cool. Well, and you all have done a lot of uh, uh, changing things around there, uh, out there in terms of how you present and provide services and access. 
you've really worked hard on that to make sure you have the uh, the the telephone the phone line in place, the services and access on the web to make it so that if somebody is in crisis or is feeling things slipping away, which is often how it happens, it's just a slip at a time, and then all of a sudden you're panicked because you realize things are so askew in your life. You've tried to make that so that when they reach out, they can immediately get some kind of help. That's critically important. Absolutely. And, and the other thing I think we've done a nice job of doing is kind of putting things in place to slow people down a little bit. So we offer things like gun locks and safes and um, all kinds of things like that in order to sort of just help people and pause, you know, before they do something permanent. Um, I think a lot of times, um, you know, there's a here the moment kind of uh, situation. And so our, our staff really does um, provide a lot of education and offering about you know, lethal means safety and trying to reduce lethal means um, in order to, to help people um, get through that tough, those tough times um, and then be able to kind of come out the other side and, and then work with us as far as, um, you know, learning coping skills or getting treatment. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go to break. Be back in just a moment to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton on the Zoom call this morning with Dr. Stacey Williams, Acting Director at the VA Ileana Healthcare System here in Danville, and uh, Dr. Stephanie Erickson, who heads up mental health at the VA. Uh, ladies, I, you, you've just been so wonderful this morning to provide so much good information. Dr. Williams, from your, from your perspective overall with the VA, um, You've got to be awfully proud of, of how far you've come, but you have so many challenges ahead of you. How do you how do you deal with those? How do you get up every morning and go, okay, here we go again? You know, um, Linda, I have a very personal connection to our mission. Um, my uh, father is a Vietnam-era veteran. I have three nephews who have served in the military. My late husband was an Air Force veteran and my current husband is retired from the Army. And so it has always been, for me, all about our veterans. And in order to take care of our veterans, it's also all about our staff. So that's why when I started talking this morning, I started talking about the phenomenal staff that we had, or that we have, I should say, um, because it truly is the people. That's what gets me up each and every morning and, and gets me going. And VA Ileana has some phenomenal people. We smile in the halls. Um, you know, I have been welcomed with open arms, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, and I've really enjoyed getting to know uh, everybody that works here. So that's what keeps me going. Our veterans are number one priority and our employees are number one as well. Wow, um, that was impressive. So your whole family literally um, has been, has served this country. That's something to be awfully proud of. I am. I am very proud. Um, you know, it, it is truly a calling, um, and, and I answered the call in a different way. And this is my opportunity to give back to those veterans that gave everything for us. That's nice. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Dr. Erickson, before we get out of here, please give me a couple of things people should be aware of 
in behavior changes or something that would indicate it's time to reach out and get some help. And then once you recognize that, what do we do? So, so I want to kind of leave everybody with the, the thought that suicide prevention is everyone's business. And so I think that if you have that mindset, that's that's the very first thing that we need um, when we're talking to people who, you know, we're, we're concerned about. Um, you want to be listening for um, someone talking about feeling hopeless or feeling like they have no way out. Um, you want to look for helpless uh, anxiety, agitation, um, trouble sleeping. When you're not sleeping, everything is worse. And so, you know, that, that's a, a warning sign to look for. Um, feeling like they don't have a reason to live, increased rage, anger. Um, people who start looking like they're engaging in more risky activities, um, more impulsive, not really thinking about it. They're using more alcohol. They might be using drugs more, which again, that also reduces um, our inhibitions and makes us more impulsive. Um, and one thing I think over the years that's really, I, I hear time and time again is, um, I don't want to be with anyone. I want to withdraw. I'm isolating from my family and friends. And, and people start to really pull away from their loved ones, um, kind of sometimes with the thought that, that those so, so, So if we see those things, if we become aware of these changes in behavior, what should we do? We should reach out. We should ask the veteran. We should ask our friend. We should ask our family members. Are you okay? What's going on? And don't be afraid to ask them if they're thinking about killing themselves. When I was um, way back in the day, when I was in my twenties, um, I I would I remember um, being afraid uh, to ask those questions and thinking, oh, well, if you say that, you know, that's going to make someone kill themselves, and that that that's a myth. That couldn't be further from the truth. It's okay to ask somebody, are you thinking about harming yourself? Are you thinking about killing yourself? And, and if, yes. And for for veterans, what what number should they call? What should they do? Um, well, they, well, so they, there's a crisis line, and if someone's with them, they can call the crisis line at one eight hundred two seven three eight two. Sorry, I can't see right now. Eight two five five. And they I know she can't. Doctor Erickson can't see because the motion lights just went out in her in her office. I think that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those motion lights will get you. Uh, but they also can go to the VA website and access that information or just call the general VA number and get referred, get that, get that crisis line number. It's critically important. Yeah, um, it's available in many places, absolutely. And that was a really vital point you made in terms of don't be afraid to ask the question. You have to ask the question. It's right. not that you have to fix it. Okay. It's that you need to ask the question and help someone understand there's hope. And, and that they might be able to reach out for it. I think the last thing I would say is do it in a, you know, if you're going to ask me, you ask in a non, non-judgmental way. You don't say you're not thinking of hurting yourself, are you? You know, you just ask and then you don't leave them alone. If That's right. If they ask, then you, you know, then you, then you, then you stay. Thank um, you so much, ladies, for, for I'm, we are, we are out of time, but I thank you so much for being with us. Look forward to talking to you again. And since you're here, I will remind everybody that, on Veterans Day, November 11th, we will rerun the Letters from Alma show that uh, Robert House and I did live radio, reading letters home from the European front to uh, uh, Charlie's loved one at home, Alma. And it's a, it's a cool program. It's been nominated for an award. So be sure you get a chance to tune in on November 11th and hear Letters from Alma. It, 
takes you to a different time and place, I hope, and reminds you how personal war is. So ladies, thank you very much for all that you do. We appreciate it. Take care and we'll talk again soon, all right? Thank you, Linda. Take care. All right, thanks for being with us. Um, so again, uh, uh, join us on Monday. We're gonna have folks with us from uh, Red Mask and their upcoming production. And we'll be doing that uh, on Monday. Please be safe this weekend. Wear your mask, stop being silly. Wear your mask and get vaccinated. Um, be with us on Monday on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.